Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos.
So join me and cry out. Yarani Ayesuna Zama Kamada Yarani Ayesuna Yarani Follow me. Yarani Ayesuna Enzama Kamadakai Parahasasakara Yarani Ayesuna Yarani Masoina Yarani Ayesuna Enzoma Kamaraka Yarani Ayesuna a song of broken men. Don't leave me like this, Jesus. Yeah, I'm 
gasolina Yarani Yesuna Give me the symbols Zama Kamadaka the generation cries out to God. <laughs> Yarani masoina 
Almighty. Brothers and sisters, I sought out early to seek and ask God what are the greater things of the kingdom? When the disciples of Jesus met him and asked him, said that John has taught his disciples how to pray. He said, teach us to pray. The content of that prayer endeavor is not prayer point. Sanessa. It's a revelation of the burdens of God from heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. So for thine is the power. For thine is the kingdom. For thine is the power. And for thine is the glory. Seems the greatest pursuit of God in this kingdom is the pursuit of his glory. It seems. It seems. Anytime God wants to describe something for us about him that we need to possess... It doesn't have words to describe it. You just call it the glory. The glory of God. The glory of God. And in the end, you will find out that there is no sentence, no definition, no explanation. At best, we can make attempts, but nothing can fully capture it. If there is really something that is infinitum, it is the glory of God. The glory, the weight. So I searched the scriptures to find out what was the ultimate thing that was in the heart of the patriarchs. I found out that many of them, somebody like Paul, at the end he said that I may know you and the power of his resurrection. Power of your resurrection. Power of your resurrection. What of Moses? <clears throat> I think maybe we need to start there. If you want to title my today's session, I will continue until the burden of God lifts. We title it The Pathway to the Glory of God. Is he somebody like Moses? What have Moses not seen? Have you seen a burning bush? 
You have not burnt a bush before. The scripture said the bush burnt and he refuses to go off. He's, the bush is on fire, but it's, it's not burning. Serve me the burning bush. I didn't hear it. me the burning bush. Faustina, I know you have many encounters. One of the days we are passing that road, you saw a bush burning. Am I correct? Have you seen a burning bush? Like it was not consumed. Have you seen anything on fire that didn't burn down before physically? Moses saw one in the wilderness. He saw a burning bush. Do you know the worst part? The bush began to speak. The bush gathered a voice and spoke to him. Some of these things that these encounters that these guys had is, is beyond your imagination. The best many of us have had is to have the encounter in your dream. But Moses was literally at the backside of the desert. Suddenly the bush that is feeding the sheep suddenly began to burn. The fire was on it but it wasn't going down. The voice that spoke to him told him I am calling you now to deliver my people. He said, how can I do it? He said, I can't talk. He said, I will give you something. He said, what is in your hand? He said, a rod. He said, throw it on the ground. He threw it on the ground. He became a serpent. Kweku, throw your pen on the ground. I'm not God. So, throw. what happened to you? Steal your pen. Pick it up. Moses threw down the rod on the ground became a serpent the man called him and said go to the tail touch it he touched it he became a serpent back he became a rod back just imagine this series of encounters took it with that he did all kinds of wonders in the land of Egypt when they were about to leave he wanted to cry a voice spoke to him from heaven and asked him, what are you holding in your hand? He said, that same rod. He said, stretch it over the rest. Try it. There is a river down there. Try it. There is a river down at Umudim. Try it. Let's try River Niger. Ejaik. When you are driving to Asaba, just stop around River Niger and stretch your rod over it and be passing. Close your eyes and be passing. The next thing we will hear is gone too soon. The man says, stretch your rod. Not river. The Red Sea actually divided. Actually divided. Red Sea the truth is that you have not believed. In fact, many theologians at some point, when they read the things captured in the scripture, they took a posture. So there are several ways that they interpreted the scripture. They said that even though this, the scripture is inerrant, 
but several of the stories that inside that is inside there is actually spiritually interpreted that you can only spiritually interpret it because how can you say that the rest is divided that they know that that is a spiritual truth that can always hold with god but the inerrancy doesn't cover the fact that it actually happened physically will you blame them will you blame them because the, just imagine it the race stretch or rod it divided millions of people passed how many millions passed through the race they will come out and say that they are hungry and a man will wave his rod and best chicken we fool everywhere whatever the name of the bed is they say they want to eat bread what's the name manna will come they say that manna is tasteless is it not true that they, they say it's tasteless they won't eat we have come to this generation and nutritionists are telling us that it's that kind of bread that is healthy for you now is it not true i think we need to go back and apologize to god you know why god knows he's not <laughs> god is not just giving them that thing as for something spiritual he also knows what is healthy for man he will come and tell them don't eat an animal that eats other animals ravenous animal don't eat pig some of those instructions is not just about the fact that the animal is at lot is health wise it, it took us time i studied food science and technology one of the things we've, we study is that there are animals that cause disease, dies. If you cook pork at that temperature, it will not die. There are microbes that, that they are comfortable in that kind of environment to survive 100 degrees Celsius. Guess what? Some people that eat that pork, they don't even have time to cook it. Just bring it and roast it. Let me leave that part. Meanwhile, no need. We have not developed medically, nutritionally. God knows. And told them, don't eat this one. Don't eat this one. Many of the traditional foods is nuts and fruits and vegetables. Is it not true? It took us time. But we have finally found out in this generation that that is what is actually held. God fed them these things. The scripture said that they didn't need to buy a new sander. They didn't need to buy a new sander. Huh. 40. They didn't need to buy. No matter how much you preserve your shoe, in five years you need another one. No clothes. No new clothes. No new clothes. In the wilderness, so in the wilderness. They were living in tents, movable. Like, in the night like this, if you want to relax in the night, you will hear news and say, we are packing this night. Everybody will pack and move. Forty good years, God camped this man in the wilderness by his power. You know the greatest part? Overseen by one man. One man alone. You know what God spoke about Moses? He said, other people, they hear me, see me in dreams, but my servant Moses, there is none like him in my house. 
He said, why? I speak to him face to face. Some of you don't know what is face to face. That interpretation of face to face goes beyond the fact that he actually sees the face of God. No, that's not face to face. Face to face is what you do to somebody you trust. Face to face in that context is beyond just that he saw, he talked to God, I'm looking at you. There are some elders, when you sit around them, when there are five or seven people, they will tell a story. And when they finish, from their story, you will think they meant this. By the time you meet them, sometimes me face to face, you will find out they meant another thing. So everybody that came to that meeting, when he said this, we assume that this is what he said. But the one that sees him face to face, knows that his desire goes beyond that thing that people are seeing in the open. His pursuit goes beyond that thing that is seen in the open. It's after me face to face. It's a place of trust. He's trying to say, I don't trust any man like that Moses. He came to a point, God told him, stay one side. Let me raise another nation from you and clear out these people. So as far as God is concerned, Moses is heavier in weight than all the children of Israel combined together. <laughs> Majority doesn't carry the vote in the kingdom. What did I say? Majority doesn't carry the vote. It's not in the kingdom. Democracy is not a kingdom language. Let me say it again. Democracy is not a kingdom language. God is the one that is majority. If he puts hand on many, no problem. If he puts hands on one person, then it's one person. If he puts hands on few, that's what the armor bearer of Jonathan said. Or Jonathan told his armor bearer. He said that there is no difference for God to save with many or to save with what? Few. He doesn't know the difference. The scripture said that Moses left for his first fasting, went on the mountain. The children of Israel were watching, and the cloudy pillar descended. And he entered inside and stayed there. Scripture made us to understand that when he came out, that he wished not that his face what shine. Have you looked at the sun before? By 1 p.m. You look at it. You have looked at the sun. Huh? Uh -huh. So I want to understand. Because I thought you said you have looked at the sun. I want, to, I want you to show me. Moses was like a god to them. In fact, the scripture said, I have made thee a god unto Pharaoh. Is it not true? Yes, I hope you know. I hope you know. That both historically and spiritually. That Pharaoh is not a king. Pharaoh is a god. Pharaoh is what? There are a few world rulers like that. In fact, for you to be a true world ruler, you are not, you are not a king. You are a god. That is why in those ancient kingdoms, they are kings. They worship them. You know why? The real truth is that they are God. But the scripture said, God said, 
I have made Moses a god unto Pharaoh. Sorry, my brother. <laughs> you see, Masi, you need to come out here so a younger person will stay. Huh? But this one, you are receiving something. No? Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Moses is like a man that stands and it's like anything is possible to him. The elements of the nature. How many times did he change it in the land of Egypt? Water, air, fire. He interacted with all the elements. Is he water? It obeys him. Fire? It obeys him. Wind? It obeys him. Which one again? Huh? Huh? Hell, everything, earth, obeys him. Commanded him to become lies. He was telling the elements what to do. They obey him. Actually, that is the highest level. The same Moses came to Exodus chapter 33. He said, if I found favor in thy sight, show me now what I am bothered. What is this thing about the glory that makes it an ultimate pursuit? If we want to count greatness in men that God used, is it not to count them based on what God has already used Moses to achieve before now? Even if it is one over hundred of what Moses, God used Moses to do, that God used you to do, they will write four volumes of God's general for you. Yarani Yesuna Yarani Yesuna Yarani Yesuna So watch. Moses said in the book of Shows, Genesis chapter 33. It's Exodus chapter 33. He said, show me now what? Your glory. I want to show you the pathway I, I was. I was meditating with the Almighty. Suddenly he began to make his secrets bear to me. I wanted to research deeper. Me and a brother were 
Honorable, you are welcome. Me and my brother were meditating on something. I asked him, or rather he asked me, that after some time, even our work with God becomes mechanical. That is for people that are still consistent. Is it not true? Even, I'm not talking about people that dropped. I'm talking about people that are consistent. It becomes mechanical. After some time, you begin to lose the focus, the why. It turns down to routine. Is it not true? What is missing is the encounter with the glory of God. I told you from the beginning that the glory of God is the compendium of his infinite revelation of himself. Let me tell you the problem. Let me tell you the problem with the pursuit of the glory of God. Are you with me? If you are with me so far, say amen. What I'm telling you now, this teaching I'm teaching you now, has been my pursuit for almost 15 years. If you want to know one of the greatest reasons why I'm here is because of this. It was when I started pursuing it, I found out that it actually takes more. It actually takes more to tread the path of glory than to tread any other path. It will take, it will take all of you. By the time you are true, you won't find yourself anymore. <laughs> hmm. Start from verse 1. I didn't tell you 18. Show me verse 1. You don't know my verse. About 15 years ago, I was in campus and I asked God, Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Sometimes I will climb that mountain. I will say, Show me your glory. Show me your face. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. I didn't even know the so much implication of what I'm saying. As many of you will not know yet now, but I still prayed it. Say, Take everything, give me your glory. I thought. I thought it sounded nice in my ear. I didn't know. I prayed the most dangerous prayer a man can ever pray upon the face of the earth. If you tell God to give you his glory, he will take everything because that's the price for the glory. Everything, not half. The thing about the glory of God is that it is in measures, weights, and intensities. And several times, it is not as if we have not touched something, but it's a measure. Guess what the measure makes you? It makes you addicted. As soon as you have, if you have ever touched the glory of God in any measure, you know what it will do to you? You will just realize you have not touched anything. That's what it does. Anybody that touched the glory of God and feels he has arrived, it is not the glory of God you touched. If you touch the glory of God, it will put in you an insatiable capacity to pursue God. One of the ways to know men that have touched heavier weights of the glory of God is that, is that there is something in them that pursues God relentlessly. 33 years af after ministry was what Paul was talking about in the book of Philippians chapter 3 from verse 10. He said that I may know you. 33 years after ministry. What is Paul still looking for? 33 years after ministry. Effective ministry or not effective ministry. He said that I may know you. He said leaving those things, you know now from verse 7. He said, I count everything but dung for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus.
for whom I have suffered the loss of how many things? And count them but dung that I may what? Win Christ. What is Paul saying? You, you have to settle down and study this. This is not to go to the scripture and study everything that they said about Christ and say revelation of Christ. That's, that's not what we're talking about. If it's that easy, then one punch, we'll find a book, read the book, and then enter there. These are men that God carries into himself. Every single thing Moses asked God for, God did it until he asked for his glory. He told him, I will show you some. Moses leveraged everything for a little back. No wonder the patriarchs are in pursuit of the glory. No wonder. David the king. This is the epitome of what it means to be a king. Came to the book of Psalm chapter 42. He said that my heart pants after you as the deer panted after the water brooks. So long get I what after thee. Psalm chapter 63. Show me Psalm chapter 63. He said 63. He said, Oh God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul tasted for thee, my flesh longeth after thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. That I may see thy power and what? Thy glory. This is the possible. This is a king. Who is this guy? King David. This is a king. He's already there. If you are David, will you, what are you pursuing? Is it not to be going for Thanksgiving service every Sunday? But there is something about the glory of God that David is willing to leverage even his throne to get there. He knows what he's talking about. Nobody pursues the glory of God that God cannot build his name from one generation to another. Because the pursuit of the glory of God is not just the pursuit of things. It's the pursuit of the weight, the all that God is by himself. I know in some places they said his, his goodness and all that. That's an attempt to use human world to capture things that cannot be captured. Is a weight. Is a weight. If you live 1,000 years, you will just find one aspect. Keep pursuing. Moses said, Show me your glory. What did Moses say? Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. <laughs> when you see the glory of God, many things will lose taste in your mouth. One of the signs that our generation has not met the glory of God is their incessant pursuit for things. When you meet the glory of God, you, you'll be disturbed. The things that people pursue will disturb your heart. It seems as if it's a noise in your space. You know Stephen. They were stoning him to kill him. 
and he lifted up his eyes. He said, I saw the throne of God in heaven. They cried and wanted to kill him. Those guys, those Jews, they behave like the, the guys of the other religion. They, they cried. They were stoning him. He said, I beheld the glory. So he said, Jesus, sit there. Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. What kind of glory will you see? <laughs> a glory that numbs you to pain. Numbs you to the pain of the process and sacrifice. Brothers and sisters, there is a weight of the glory of God you will encounter. Even now, not the full measure, even now. When you encounter it, people will be looking at you from outside and be pitying you. They say, sister, you are fasting and all that. When you encounter that glory, you stop feeling your process. You have seen it in a measure. You stop feeling, feeling your pain, feeling your circumstance. Stop pitying yourself. You cannot understand why people are worried. It is the glory that suspends you. It's a strange place. You have not touched it yet. There is a challenge with the pursuit of the glory of God. You know the challenge. When you pursue the glory of God, you will encounter a lot of things on the way that can stop you. Guess what? Many of them are not just bad. Some of them are good. What did I say? In the pursuit of the glory of God, you will encounter many things that is able to stop you. You will encounter more good things that can stop you than bad things. In the pursuit of the glory of God, you can stumble on, on the good things of this life. Did you not notice? I will use Moses and show you. You will encounter the good things of this life. You can receive a gift. You can receive the ministry of angels. You can receive power. You can receive gifts. You can receive talents. You can receive all kinds of on, on the possible is the glory that dropped it just imagine you are on the pursuit of the glory of god and suddenly you began to see like elisha elisha said did i not go with you that kind of sight it is is the seer prophet of another level it's not just that his eyes is open he goes with you as you are going he goes with you and he's experiencing it with you Elisha. If you prophesy in three services, the whole place will be filled with people that need your help. You will be so lifted in life in ministry. And the anointing all you will be flowing. You will still be praying and fasting assuming you are correct the way you used to do. But your pursuit now is no more the glory but to keep the oil, the anointing of that thing that broke out. You are no more pursuing the glory. That is why very few people pursue the glory. If you are pursuing, 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 pursuing an anointing, what if the miraculous broke out? You will now start. Are you getting it now? What if utterance broke out? Revelational ministry broke out? That's not the glory. These are the things that can come out as you are. Are you seeing the danger now? Are you seeing the danger now? The danger is the good things you can encounter on the way. Not even the bad things. The good things. That is why when it took Moses time 
when he found out he began to leverage the good things that he have seen so that he can touch the pain let me read that exodus chapter 33 for you exodus chapter 30 verse 1 and the lord said unto moses depart and go up hence thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt unto the land which I swear unto Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob saying unto thy seed will I give it let's read verse 2 together 1, 2, ready, go you need to know who this angel is it's not a small angel. In another place in the book of Exodus, God said that I have put my name on this angel. What does it mean for God to put his name on an angel? Two things. It means that the, that angel has received a seal. What do we mean by a seal? It means that the possibility of functioning as a fallen entity is already blotted out. Number two, which is my focus. For this first one I said is not that important to you. The second one is what is important. When the Lord puts his name on an angel, it means that that angel has within that capacity to function as God. Are you following me now? So, God took his name, gave the angel. When you see an angel that comes, that it's not just that you are coming in the name of God. God took his name and placed on that angel. So, when you look at the angel, it's not the angel, it's the name of the Lord. It's the Lord. When you see such angel, if he appears, he will stop speaking to you in the capacity, in his capacity as an angel. He will speak to you in the capacity of God. Are you following me now? Yes, the scripture said that that angel has the ability to become a pillar of fire by night. And a pillar of cloud. By what? By day. So much so that he can cover millions of people. One angel. Why? Because God placed his name. That angel can give them ordinances. Tell them how to behave and not how to behave. This is what... Moses began to encounter in his pursuit of the glory of God. You are not with me. There are angels you will see. You will want to worship them, brother. I know some of you, you quote Bible. I know some people, the way they quote Bible, say, he said, if anything doesn't come from the Bible, I don't really you quote Bible. You don't know things. So. There are things you will see like this. You will stop blaming people that moved, lost their focus because of what they encountered. What have you seen? There are angels that if they are coming to, if they are coming within this vicinity, huh? every other angel that is operating within this vicinity will suspend their action and support that angel until it's true. <laughs> I told you a lesson God taught me many years ago. That's why you should contend for rank in the spirit. Huh? If Rehabonki holds crusade in this town of Newi, are you with me? Yes, sir. 
every other angel around is mobilized to help that man until he's through. Are you getting the point I'm making now? That place will be is it will be, the heavenly focus will be in that place. I want to ask question. The local government shaman in this town that is controlling the affairs administratively. He has a meeting with his people this morning. And the governor comes. What will he do? Even the people working for him will go. What if what if the president comes to this state? Are you seeing it? Including the the armed forces architecture, the police force that answers to the governor, all this security architecture, all of them will suspend their work for the governor and shift it to the president until he is true and leaves. Is it not true? That's the rank of such angel. I'm trying to explain to you the rank of such angel. The angel that if a high priest doubts him, he will say you will be dumb. Those kind of angels. When Moses began to pursue the glory of God, God released that angel to his ministry. In fact, his first encounter with was with that angel. So after me, the pursuit of the glory. That's the challenge. Imagine you pursuing the glory of God and encounter that kind of angel. You don't know. Some of you don't know. I don't have. There are some things I can't tell you. You can't appear in this location in our calling without having some kind of encounters. Some men will appear, introduce themselves to you. Angels. High-ranking angels. High-ranking angels. Let's keep reading. So the first thing he was pursuing and encountered the first good thing. What was the first good thing he encountered? Correct. Verse 2, verse 3, verse 3. Unto a land, verse 4, because of time. And when the people heard, verse 5, verse 6, verse 7. And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without the camp, afar off from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that everyone which saw the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without the camp. And it came to pass when Moses went out unto the tabernacle that all the people rose up and stood every man at his tent door and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle that the cloudy what pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle and the Lord talked with Moses. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent door. Next. And the Lord spake unto Moses. What? Face to face. <laughs> the Lord spake unto Moses. What? Face to face. As a man speaketh unto his friend. Kai. 
And he turned again into the camp. But the servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Next verse. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up these people. Thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name. And thou hast and thou hast also found grace in my sight now therefore i pray thee if i have found grace in thy sight show me now thy way that i may know thee that i may find grace in thy sight and consider that this nation is thy people this intercessory journey and he said what do you say let's read verse 14 together one two ready go i want to shock you the presence of God is not the glory of God. I know you have heard people pursue the presence. The presence of God is here. You will know. You will know by the result we have from that place that the presence is not the ultimate. I need to explain to you what the presence is. It's not the ultimate pursuit. Okay, let's see what God answered him. Let's see verse 15. And he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not upward hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not that thou goest with us, so shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? Wait, go back, go back, go back, go back, back, back. Okay, this is where I'm... Who is talking here? Say after me, God. God told Moses, My presence shall go with thee, and I will what? Give thee rest. I don't have time to work on it. Maybe tomorrow we'll try and do it. The, the, the ark of God in the Old Testament represents the presence of God. It's not God himself. It's the presence. It's the environment that... <laughs> it's the environment that have the ability to host God. It's not the glory itself. That's the challenge. You know the challenge? Almost every Christian pursuit, personal pursuit of God, the best, the best we do many times is to stop at this place. And it is good. It is great. And there are several intensities of the presence of God. You still worship, still worship, still worship, and then you feel what? The presence. Is it not true? God told him, my presence shall go with you. I'm giving you the gift of my presence. Carry my presence and go. But Moses have seen go and ask Hophni and Phinehas when they violated the law of the glory of God even the ark of the presence could not save them that day. Is it not true? 
as soon as the ark was taken the wife gave birth and they called the name what Ichabod. what is Ichabod? the glory has has departed I dare to tell you that you can experience the presence of God, carry the presence of God. Even much more in this age. If it is in their time self, it is even a more rigid thing. But now many people, you feel the presence of God when you worship now, when you pray. You feel some fires, feel some things that comes out of the presence of God. When you worship, once people come to service, they'll be waiting to feel it. Once they feel it, once they know some of them are feelable, some of them are not. Once they, they, that's where people camp. What you now notice is that several places have several intensities of the presence. Very few are willing to press on into the glory of God. You know why I said this? If you pursue the glory of God, you will meet good things on the way. Emmanuel, won't you settle for the presence of God? That's, that was your prayer. Now give me your presence. It's enough for me. If God give have you met Michael before? You have you which angel have you met? You will die. You will collapse. If that's why it is even good by God for we not to be encountering those angels, we would have made them our God because of the glory of the appearance. Let's continue. Show me verse 18. This is after. Are you following me? After he has told him, I will give you my presence. The man turned back again and cried. What did he cry? Let's read verse 18 together. One, two, ready, go. We have given you the angel of God. We have given that great man, Michael. We have given you. He went, turned back again. And cried again. He said, I give you my presence. I give you rest. You will not be struggling. If you, anything you say will happen. If you come and say you are healed, I decree your promotion. It will happen. It's rest. The man looked at it. Looked at it. Turned. Came back again and said, there is something, there is something. I've seen power. I've seen the Red Sea divide. If Moses says something, pray with him that prayer. We will do the New Testament analysis. But in case you have not been able to stumble on the explanation, pray the prayer first. Allow the Holy Ghost to interpret what it means in the New Testament. But what? Pray the prayer first. I told you people one day I will teach you what it means. There are seven things it means for the Holy Spirit to help us in prayer. One of it is interpretation. There is no human language 
The stronger and deeper connected to the Holy Spirit, the means of your prayer, the more potent it is. You know why? There is no human language that can actually capture the way of prayer. It's too weak. The, no matter how, what you pray, even if you say, God, heal me, the Holy Spirit needs to interpret it in such a way that it will make sense to God. What language does God speak? Hmm. It is that serious, no matter the language. We have up to 300 languages in Nigeria. Am I correct? Huh? Uh, more than 300 languages, are, let's say in Africa. And everybody is crying to God from their language, including what is nonsense. If you ask me, if I listen to your language now, it might be sounding like nonsense. Guess what? God answers it. That means that there is a central interpreting system. Hello? There is a central interpreting system that interprets every prayer that is made concerning one thing in every language. In your language, this is what it means to show me mercy, show me mercy, show me mercy. There must be a central interpreting system that interprets show me mercy in 1,000 languages to mean one thing. It's the Holy Ghost. That is one of the ministry of what it means to help in prayer. And there are many more languages than that. Are you getting the point? In fact, there are several issues that you are saying, show me mercy. Show me mercy does not capture fully what it means to ask for that thing in that context. The Holy Spirit means of the measure. There are several things he means. And the Holy Ghost interprets up and interprets down. Are you following me now? Be deeper. That is why praying in tongues is deeper. When you travel, travel in groanings is far deeper. Because at that point, the Holy Spirit grabs you. When you pray in understanding, you are using your hand to grab. It's not bad. You are grabbing with your mind. When you pray in tongues, eh? you are grabbing with your spirit. When you travel in groaning, once you enter inside there, you are not grabbing anything. You are, you are being grabbed. The Holy Ghost is doing what? Grabbing you. In the two instances, you are grabbing with your mind, obviously weak, with your spirit, obviously very strong. When you're traveling, groaning, the Holy Spirit, you feel what the Holy... You, you know, do you know that the Holy Spirit is involved in intercession? What groaning manifests to you is how if the holy spirit wants to pray how does he actually pray have you asked that question before that's what we feel in those moments this is exactly how he prays say you can pray your way like this you can pray like this you can pray but if i want to pray this is my energy level this is my ground and many times the physical body can't carry it for long you need an investment of immortality that's another day are you following me now if you heard me so far, say amen. amen. Moses said, I beseech you, show me your glory. Do you know you can be pursuing the glory of God? Pursuing the glory of God. Come out for a crusade and 35 cripples will start walking. Come out again, another 15 will start walking. Maybe you now 
receive invitation. They said the youngest minister receiving invitation everywhere. They have collected your coming. They have collected your pursuit. Of, your secret place has gone. When you see a man that have tested the glory of God, even when you are traveling in traveling ministry, one day you one day you wake up like this, you lose taste of traveling. God will have to be compelling you to still be traveling. <laughs> Because he's part of my he's part of my calling. I can't do anything. He has to be, he has to compel me. Anytime I feel less that it is less important, I, I sit down with God. If you pray and fast and you are tired, just stay in that silence. What did I say? Stay in that silence. You might not play any sound, just stay. Make sure there is no noise. You stay in that silence. Have you prayed for long? If you pray for long and stay in that silence. Is suiting. Am I correct? There is a way it comes. You stay there. Stay there for long. Don't always be in a hurry to run out. Run out. Run out. Run out. Run out to where now? If you pray and you are tired, what do you do? Stay there. If you regain strength and you can pray, keep praying. But if you can't, just lie down there. Like stay there. Stay there. That's where God can do things to you that no man can do to you. That's where God can make you into no, what no man can make you into. That's where he will load you with nothing. This thing I'm talking about is not three days dry fasting. This thing I'm talking about is not, is not seven days dry fasting. That's not the dry, dry fasted for That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about God carrying him. No, he won't do it. He will wait. John was the one that said, I will what? Decrease. And he will what? Increase. So what happens to you when you actually appear in the environment of the glory of God is that you will die. At least something will die. Is it my opinion? Huh? Okay, let's continue reading. Show me verse 19 as I round up. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee and wish." And we be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and we show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Next verse. Let's read verse 20 together. One, two, ready, go. I want to ask you, Emmanuel, is this thing still true in the new covenant? Let me save you time. Yes. But this is a death of a different kind now in the New Testament. But anytime the glory of God appears, everything that is man and flesh dies. Dies. There is nothing else you can do to it. Yarani. Yarani Yesuna Yarani Yarani ya Yesu na 
Join me and sing two times. Yarani Yesuna Zama Kamada Ka Yarani Yesuna Yarani Masoina one more time. Yarani Yesuna Enzama Kamadaka Yarani Yesuna Yarani Brothers and sisters, we need an encounter with the glory of God. The literal weight, it will knock you off your perch. It will knock you out. Even if it's not the full measure, you need to cry. Let me test. Do you know how I began to pursue God this way I'm pursuing God? I can tell you many stories. But God showed me mercy. I tested the glory of God. When I came back from campus, you can ask my sisters. I went to my room. I, I wrote on the wall, I have seen his flame. And now I born. I born and wait for his sign. He's in my room. We have brought down that wall, but it's there. You saw it when you were building. I've seen his flames. That's the secret of this hunger. If you pursue power, power pursue, it will not keep you long enough. There is nothing else you pursue in this kingdom that can be sustained long enough. Maximum 10 years, 20 years, you become a shadow of yourself. 33 and a half years later this is the apex of the ministry of of moses he said he said show me your glory show me show me your show me your show me. every single person including our lord jesus christ himself john chapter 17 is it not true by the time he was through with his ministry he said give that glory i had with you in the beginning give me back Everybody is in pursuit. What are you in pursuit of? If Jesus was pursuing that glory, Moses was pursuing it. Are you following now? Enoch was pursuing it. Paul was pursuing it. What are you pursuing? Some of us started pursuing the glory, encountered the things around the glory. 
Do you know how many ministries Jesus did? Do you know the things he did? Miracles, signs and wonders, all kinds of things. But there is a, a dimension, a weight of the glory that cannot be experienced the way he had it beginning in this physical world. He said, take this one, give me the higher one. I contend for higher glory. I contend for higher intense. Brothers, my brother, I'm, the, I'm not here with you. I'm not a pastor. I'm a glory chaser. That's what can sustain me. And I know if I pursue this path, if you see me in 30 years time, I'm still burning. If you see me in 50 years time, I'm still burning. If you see me in 60 years time, I'm still burning. When I finish living on my deathbed, I will lie down. I'll be smiling. I'll be crying. Show me your glory. If I see, I say, now my face have seen the glory of God. Now let us thou thy servant. That's how we are carried by it. The glory you have not experienced, you have not touched in this world. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Call back to glory. Many people that are, they are called back to darkness. And you are saying, call back to glory. Which glory are they called back to? You will know, you can know from here that you are being called back to Which glory. So people come back to glory are going to hell. And you are saying they are called back. Even the ones that are Christian, they are being called to places that they... Jesus Christ, show me your glory. That's, that's your Christ. Show me. Show me. Don't allow anything to satisfy me but your glory. What did I say? Don't allow anything to satisfy me. Pray that prayer for one minute. If I'm you, I will mean it normally you will know people that won't make it by the way they respond to this kind of prayers but i know there are a few amongst us that will tread the path of the glory there is something god wants to do to us so that we'll be glory carriers yeah. Show me your glory. Show me your face. Ezama <laughs> One more minute. Ezama kamada kai 
Help me, Jesus. Yarani Yesuna Enzama Kamadakai Yarani Yesuna Yarani Masoina Yarani Yesuna Zama Kamadakai Yarani Yesuna Yarani Masoina Yarani Yesuna Zama Kamadakai Yarani Yesuna Yarani Masoina In Jesus I perceive the burden has not lifted. Tomorrow, by the mercies of God, we press on the matter.